the Lord will come. When I was 14, my family did what we kind of did every summer. We took a three-week trip across the country. But this year was different because my brother stayed home to work and keep an eye on the house. And when we drove back, we were pulling up and pulling in the driveway, and I look over, and the grass in the front yard is like up to my knees. It's like somebody's in trouble. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, you just stayed home for three weeks, the house to yourself. You even knew the day we were coming back, and you blew it. Um, but the, the truth is, like, I, I do the same thing. Um, I remember growing up and, you know, all, all of a sudden it'd be like, my mom would be like, hey, tomorrow you're going to the dentist. I was like, oh, shoot. So then I'd go in the bathroom and I would floss, like, every two hours. And somehow the dentist knew I hadn't been flossing. Um, <laughs> or, or maybe it's like for this semester, you know, it's the end of the semester and... You know that project we've had to work on all semester? Or that paper? Or, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we know these things. But Jesus, what do we know? We, he tells us he's going to come. The Lord will come. And we can rest assured with that. And, and so the church gives us this time of year, Advent, which, which means coming, to remind us that, that the Lord is going to come again, and also that he has come. He has come, and he's going to come again. And it kind of shocks us back. You know, it's almost like that moment when, like, you know your parents are gone or whatever when you're a kid, and then all of a sudden they come back, and you're like, Mom and Dad are home, ah! you know, and you, you scramble, and... Even if you weren't doing anything wrong, you just, I don't know, you know, like, maybe we were. But, uh, so, but there's something about this, this season is meant to kind of shake us a little bit, to refocus us, to say, you know, to stay awake, be alert, be prepared. If, if, if there's things we need to do, like, let's, let's do them. Because we're, we're human, and God knows that, and we can, we can relax. And we can get lazy. We just, we just forget what's important to us. And so, this is a reminder. Advent, it's a, it's a preparatory season, like Lent. You know, Lent, we also wear purple. Advent, we wear purple. It, Advent is also kind of a penitential time. We don't always think about it that way. But uh, penitential in the sense of turning back to the Lord, repenting for our sins. That's what it means in the gospel when Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah. Noah's mission was to preach repentance, like turn back to the Lord, people. And it's said that how long was he building the ark? It's said that he, he was building the ark for like 120 years. The point of that is, he was calling on people to turn back to God for a long time. And, and they didn't really turn back. But they were warned, and Jesus is saying, I'm warning, I'm, warning, I'm, I'm telling you, like, be ready. 
And, and our readiness for God to come back is it's not going to be like some punishment, but actually a real blessing that the one who gave me life, the one who's been walking with me, the one who desires goodness and peace and joy from me, he wants to come back and give me even greater things. And so you and I, like the psalm today, let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Like it's going to be a joyous day. That is, the prophet Isaiah says today that, that all people will stream toward him, that he is the highest mountain, that, that on that day when the Lord comes, like everybody will recognize, like, wow, Jesus is Lord. And that's a good thing. And you and I, we, we know that already. And what a gift of it, that I don't have to, I don't have to wait to know that Jesus is Lord. I know that now. And, and I actually don't have to wait for him to come into my life because the, the reality is he wants to come into my life today. That this calling back to the Lord is, yes, at the end of time, but it's also a calling back today. To turn back, to, to stand alert and awake and to receive the one who wants to give me everything. As the St. Paul says to the Romans today, it is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. That, that Jesus today is one day closer to coming back than yesterday. The night is advanced, the day is at hand. Let us, then let us throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day. So too, as the gospel says, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. So, something happened later on in my life that, so when I was younger, and I, I told you I wouldn't floss, that was my public confession, that later on I realized, I was like, I'm going to go to the dentist again. It may be six months, but I'm going to go back. So why don't I just be ready now? And so I started flossing every day. And now, several years later, I continue to floss every day. And I realize my life is better this way. That that, that call to do that wasn't just a call to, okay, get ready, okay, it happened. But no, it's, it's better for me every day to live that way. Does that make sense? So it's like, I know some people, some Catholics will go to confession every time they, before every time they fly. They're like, I'm flying, you just never know, I'm going on a trip, it's just good to be cover your bases. And so I remember growing up, when uh, a Catholic school, they would, the whole class would go over to confession during Advent and during Lent. And then I got older, and I was like, you know, I, I want to always be ready. And so I started going to confession every month. And so now it doesn't matter when I'm traveling. It doesn't matter what season we're in. I'm always ready. It's like the invitation to pray. It's like, oh, it's Advent, I want to turn back and pray. And it's like, we, we do that, we jumpstart things so that those things become part of our life all the time. Does that make sense? So, so Advent, it's, it's a new turning back. It's a new beginning. And so I have four suggestions. Um, the first is... Confession. And this Friday, 
I'm going to do 24-hour confession from Friday at 10 a.m. to Saturday at 10 a.m. So you're welcome to come on by. Because I figure if God wants to give me more gifts and blessings this Christmas, confession is my way of cleaning out the old to have more space for the new. Secondly, prayer. And specifically prayer with scripture. Uh, I'd like, this is an, I always like coming back from Thanksgiving because it's a reminder of, of what my life's like without order. Um, like, it's good to have order. It's good to have schedule. It's good to have prayer. And then you're like, how, how well did I pray over Thanksgiving? Okay, let's learn from that and get ready for Christmas break. But, but specifically with scripture, it's good to pray with scripture every day. Uh, we have, by the door, there's these little booklets that have the readings for every day um, during Advent. You can grab one of those and just read along and unite yourself with the, the church. Also, now that we're starting a new liturgical year, we're in the Gospel of Matthew this whole year. So, you ever, you ever read the whole Gospel of Matthew? That might be a good thing to do. To, we could start tonight, just on your phone or grab a Bible and just start working through the Gospel of Matthew. Some way to just to get some diet of scripture. Third, is my suggestion, would be to thank God for three things. One of my professors in seminary said that the foundation of the spiritual life is gratitude. That as I recognize what God is doing in my life, the natural response is gratitude. And so maybe it's in the morning, maybe it's in the evening, but but I think what that does is, once I start noticing three things that I'm thankful to God for, it quickly becomes five, 10, 20. I, I start to notice God blessing me all over the place. Because that's what he's doing. It doesn't always feel that way, but that's what he's doing. And so if I want my heart to be receptive to the gift of Jesus this Christmas, the, the best thing I can do is kind of till that soil through gratitude every day. And fourth, the last line of the script of the Bible is come Lord Jesus. So it's almost like after all the gospel or the, the scripture writers were all done, the last phrase is come Lord Jesus. That even after you've given us all this, that we want you and you're going to come. And so we pray for you to come, come into our lives, come again. And so so that's a phrase we can say. That's three words, and you just memorize Scripture. Don't tell me Catholics can't memorize Scripture. Come, Lord Jesus, right? That, and I also think about it that uh, Advent comes at a very dark time of year. And so when, if you wake up in the middle of the night and it's dark, think of how you want the light. Come, Lord Jesus, with your light. Shine the brightness of your light into the darkness of my doubt and my despair and my depression and my friend who's struggling with those things. Come, Lord Jesus, with your light into their lives. Renew their hope. Give them peace. Come, Lord Jesus. You're the one we need. I need you. Lord, I'm struggling. Come, Lord Jesus. And, and that prayer of come, Lord Jesus, is to, is to open up and give him space. And when we call, when we invite, when we create space and opening ourselves up, it is guaranteed the Lord will come.